What's happening, financial coaches? Peter here. Wrote down a bunch of questions that I've been getting in lately. And uh, this one actually came from a thread. You know, someone posted, what's your elevator pitch about financial coaching? And I was reading the responses there. And I'm going to make a recommendation here. Go to an elevator pitch workshop. Go to an expert. You know, and I used to do this a lot because I came from a lot of different uh, businesses. I was in banking, investment management, and financial planning. And one of the things that is difficult is differentiating yourself because there's so many people in there. You know, if you're in a real estate agent or an attorney or a mortgage broker, these are uh, careers and jobs and roles that are out there in mass. And so separating yourself is actually kind of tough. And what I think a lot of people want to do here is have an elevator pitch that sounds kind of clever. Now, I have gone to a number of elevator pitch workshops and some are better than others but i think what you can take away from this is changing the mindset of what you think sounds good and what actually hits and lands with the receiver right so what i saw here is you know uh, the question is what's your elevator pitch and i saw and i read the comments and it was just a hundred percent financial coaches writing something that they thought was clever doesn't mean anything to the receiver and doesn't start the conversation. So what you really want out of an elevator pitch is just enough information so that people understand it and will ask you the follow-up question genuinely about uh, going deeper into that conversation, right? So those are really, kind of, to me, the key elements that the elevator pitches need to have. And so, you know, if, if I were meeting someone at a networking organization or a networking meeting and I said, you know, so what is it that you do? And they had a really good elevator pitch. It wouldn't sound like some sort of overly crafted, idealistic, nebulous concept that uh, sounds more religious in nature than practical, right? In some, in some cases, you know, I've heard people talk about like, hey, I am a at-home uh, ice cream delivery company. I am a custom cigar maker. I am a uh, professional woodworker, right? You know, and those are the roles, but some of those are good enough, right? Because they say like, oh, what kind of woodworking do you do? Or, you know, why do people have ice cream delivered at home? And, you know, that can open up the conversation to, well, we make the ice cream in a certain way and it's always fresh and no preservatives and doesn't get frozen for two weeks before it's sold or whatever it might be, right? But a lot of these comments, and I didn't want to print them out and read them verbatim because I didn't want to single anyone out, but some of them were something like, I help people break out of their mindset about finances. I help people win with money. I help people, you know, some, some, some things like that. And fundamentally, they're not necessarily bad, but they don't necessarily convey enough information and they sound like a rehearsed line in my opinion. Now, I'm not telling you what to do about it, and I'm not even going to share my elevator pitch here because, you know, I actually use a variety of different kind of lines when I'm with people to open up that conversation because, to me, what I want to do is hear about what they're looking for, right? Are they trying to network? And that's going to be a different conversation that I'm going to have with another professional, you know, or if I'm at a barbecue and people ask me what I'm doing, you know, or what I do for a living and they're going to ask me uh, about that, it's going to be a whole different way. I don't want to oversell it, but I want to keep that uh, conversation alive. So uh, not only do you need to have a good elevator pitch that doesn't sound contrived, but you also, I think, need to have various elevator pitches. And if you're really good at it and you really absorb the ideas that you're trying to get come across, it won't be the same every time because now you're, you're so in tune with what you do and kind of those key messages that you want to get out, you'll just spill them out in a regular conversational tone. And I think those are the best ones. So um, I would recommend 
as opposed to sitting down and writing what you think is a good elevator pitch because you think it sounds clever and it uh, sounds uh, sexy to you, I would go to a workshop. There are usually a variety of them. There are some online. I used to go to some in person, but now I think you can probably find some of these uh, on websites and webinars and listen to them and put yourself on the receiving end of your elevator pitch. That's the key. Uh, you know, how good is it to the people that are going to listen to it? Are they going to think it's contrived? Are they going to think you work for a church? Are they going to think you're a financial advisor? Are they think you're a loan officer, right? A lot of these just don't differentiate enough. And so what you want to do is be specific and add value and keep that conversation going. So that's my that's my tip. It's going to be really high level. And if I were working with someone individually about their coaching business, I would kind of ask them, you know, specifically, like, what is it about you that makes your coaching unique to other financial coaches? What is it about your background that we might want to integrate? into that message right what makes it unique you know for some people uh, they've been great with money their entire life right and they've never had any problems and they've just been on track and so that can kind of be part of their pitch like hey I've just learned from my own experience about what it takes to uh, win with money and I'm trying to share some of those same tactics on the other hand some people might have come from a really bad financial state, right? Gone through bankruptcy, gone through divorce, uh, gone through major loss, right? And some of those experiences can make their uh, financial coaching and counseling that much richer. And so we want to work some of that into that uh, presentation too, to be like, listen, you know, uh, I am one of these people that never thought they would have anything, never thought they would accomplish anything until I found a couple core principles that now I, I use in my financial coaching practice, which have changed my life dramatically, and I'm trying to get the word out there to change other people's lives, right? So I, I'm not saying that there is any one financial good coaching elevator pitch here, but what I'm saying is that you really need to look at yourself and say, hey, what is something that will make that conversation continue? Hopefully that helps, and I would strongly encourage you to go out and get some additional resources on it. Keep changing lives out there, including your own. See you later.